guys, welcome to Ace's place. I thought it was called the bunker. Yeah, aren't we Which calling well, them? We, we call went them? back and forth about the two. <laughs> yeah, and I then feel we like decided right now, well, eventually makes on sense Ace's because place. that's kind of like a canon place. Is but we Ace's said, bunker. yeah. Oh. It is the bunker. Ace's bunker. We call the it bunker. the bunker. Yeah. I mean, it could be both because it is Ace's place. Welcome to the, the bunker. bunker that is also Ace's place. Welcome to Ace's <laughs> bunker place. <laughs> I like the bunker. Okay, All in favor say I. Huh? I. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the bunker. Is it called Ace's place? No, the bunker. Name. Bad joke. We were originally going to call it Ace's place. We were originally it's now confusing. It's it is Ace's place, but it's the bunker. It's, it's the, the bunker. bunker. These Welcome are to the bunker. Bunker episodes, and we're so glad that you're here. Welcome Thanks in. for coming in. Welcome. You know what? I just realized uh-huh. they've only listened to the first episode and the prologue so far, which oh. means they actually don't know what the bunker is. So this is a little sneak peek of oh. basically Ace's. Oh, this is your hint into the next oh, episode. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. Ooh. Get Ooh. excited. Why do they call it the bunker? What is a bunker? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it setting up the questions. Bunker? Yeah. The, the bunker the is a serial criminal in Woodbine who, if you ever have a bunk bed in your house, he'll he be will there. be in it's one of the, the two man? bunks. Yeah, <laughs> you go bunker. to you go to sleep at night, and he'll be in the other bunk. It's yeah. true. Oh and you may God. call That's him the funny. bunker. And you may be asking yourself, if I sleep in this room by myself, why do I have two beds <laughs> stacked on top of each other? And it's because you're ready for this bunker. <laughs> you want him to be there. You want it. <laughs> oh. anyway. All right, let's get to talk. Let's get on topic, y'all. Yeah, let's let's talk, guys. We have recorded a prologue. We did yes, record we a prologue. That's crazy. Yeah. Let's talk for a minute, actually, though, <laughs> before that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's talk about how it was to create our characters and kind of what like our mm. process was for that. Laura, why don't you tell us first kind of what you were thinking through when you made Eddie? Oh gosh. Um, I think I wanted a character that was easy to make because, and like easy to play. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, for this podcast, I feel like so much of what was essential for us to like succeed in scheduling, recording, editing, like being able to do what we're doing right now with this podcast mm-hmm. was like, we need to make it as easy as possible for us to do yeah. in terms of like game prep and like all that stuff because yeah. we're all super busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make a character that feels very easy to just like slip into. Like mm. I understand her pretty well. She's most, I think out of all the characters that I've made in D&D, she's the most similar to me, mm. which is interesting because I was wondering this about all of y'all. Like, I feel like we've all made characters very similar to ourselves in a way. Yeah, I was going to um, bring that up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about you, Josiah, though. So I'm very curious to know <laughs> what your inspiration was and like, because you've never run away from home, you know? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but just yeah, what I think wa- that, was my, that was my thought behind creating her. Um, it was really fun. I've always wanted to play a bard, but I also wanted to do it like non-traditionally, not make her a musical. Um, so I was trying to think of like, you know, yeah. how does she use her words and her language to basically do what bards do? Yeah. And, but cool. yeah, I'm That's curious cool. of like what you guys think in terms of like your characters being like yourself, because this is definitely the most like close to home that I've ever made a character. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll- Ace, do you want to go next? I mean, the question was thrown to you. Sure. Um, Ace. So, <laughs> Josiah, what <laughs> you would know, you like to Josiah? say about Ace? <laughs> One in the same. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but okay. Yeah. I knew what I said. Yeah, he did it on purpose. Um, so uh, whenever we were creating these characters, um, it was during a point in like our main 
D&D campaign that is not recorded or published anywhere. Um, it was during Secrets. a point where I was doing a lot of, like, um, I was putting a lot of energy into that character. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a character that I've, uh, I think, reflects a lot of who I am yeah. in terms of, like, his personality and all that. Definitely. Um, and so I was very focused on that. And this was just, like, I was viewing this as just kind of, like, a fun new thing to just kind of, like... Um, it was just more about just having fun with you guys. Sure. And I made uh, initially Ace's character. I threw that together so fast. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest, I was not invested in it at all. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't really give him much because I didn't want to spend too much time thinking about it. Cause I just, frankly, I, I had other things I was thinking about at sure. that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but over time, Inevitably, I think um, there were uh, there was just me that came shine through a little yeah. bit. Like I, I, you started to see more of like who I am in that character over yeah. time. But it def- it definitely didn't start that way, yeah. um, and it was not. Uh, uh, and granted, I, this is with the understanding too that we've only seen Ace for the prologue in the episode one so far. True. No, the listeners have listened to any of the other episodes. Yeah, yet. This is right, true. right. So <laughs> you'll you'll notice that uh, it, the like if you think the character is like a little bit like lazily written with the details <laughs> oh. you're given at the beginning, it's because it was. Um, <laughs> but but get excited for but where get excited we end up because going. like yeah. you know o- over time there's uh, a more of a an arc mm-hmm. that happens. But I didn't yeah. like I didn't really plan there on being much. Like I, I wrote more backstory to be in the background and didn't really have much plan for like a character arc to happen mm-hmm. like throughout the yeah. actual thing. Yeah, I get that. I don't think. Alyssa, what about you? What about your character? A little bit about Tell Juniper. Us about your, how you made oh. Juniper? Yeah. What? She so goes, we're recording huh? a podcast. What? Right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She mm-hmm. threw in a ma- just for the listeners. <laughs> as we asked her that question, she threw a massive handful of sour patch kids. It in was her only mouth one actually, but it was just really and chewy. Just could not open I her mouth. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was one singular sour patch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh Yes, making Juniper. I honestly it took me a really long time to figure out who, what kind of character I wanted to make. Um, I don't know. I was going back and forth on a lot of different things. And um, we had a few times where we all sat down together and we're kind of like, what do we want to do? And like, whatever. Um, But I would say the same thing as you, Laura. I definitely was like, I really want to make a character that is easy for me to slip into. And um, like that her, her mindset and kind of that kind of stuff um, like comes to me kind of more easily. Mm Yeah. yeah, for similar reasons of just like life is busy, life is crazy, and we want this podcast to be fun and entertaining and, yeah. you know, like a good thing. And so I think um, us being able to um, effectively tell the story and effectively, like, I don't know, not make it just feel like, uh, I don't know, not make it feel like a weird random character and rather like have thought process behind our actions and stuff Mm -hmm. i felt like it was going to be easiest for me to do that especially my first time recording a podcast um to yeah do a character that was kind of like me and thinks kind of like me um so obviously there are different aspects of her that aren't quite who i am um i have (laughs) 
cut that. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man, I have to remember we're only on episode one. Um, that you will learn. <laughs> there are different things about Juniper that we will come across. Um, but yeah, I really had a lot. I'm. She might be my favorite character I've ever played, actually. Wow. I'm not sure. Well, wow. Like full transparency, you've. I mean, you've played some characters that have aspects of you, Definitely. and your first one, your first one in our normal game mm-hmm. as friends that we don't record. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, definitely more than so the second that you've recently played. <laughs> but like, even that, like you were still trying to learn really how to play D yeah. at the time, so yeah. it wasn't like yeah. Well, even the first one again, like I don't want to spoil things that come up in further episodes, but I think. My one of my other characters was very much just like the mother figure of the group and whatever. And it's like Juniper has aspects of that, but there's also just like a lot more to her. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of Mm -hmm. helps. I don't know. I felt like that even is more reflective of who I am and stuff. So anyway, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, I would agree with you, Laura. Yes. This is definitely a character that reflects me. Well, what about you, Joe? Yeah, I would say, the same for me like I mean everyone said the same thing but it's true like for me it was I wanted to play a character that I knew I was going to enjoy playing I've been basically DMing for the last couple years Mm -hmm. and haven't actually played a long term character for a while Um, and so like yes I wanted to play a character that like you said was easy to slip into but and record a podcast on but also part of my thought process was I wanted to play a character that I could play for a really long time, potentially. Mm. Um, and that was not... Uh, and, and the easiest way to do that is to just play a character that was very much like myself. Because sure. I'm going to do that anyways. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and what I think is kind of cool about this podcast, specifically, and the way that we've made our characters, um, is... The show itself really is kind of our friend group yeah. doing all of traveling to all of these places and doing all of these things with a DM just telling us what goes on. And so I think that's kind of a cool aspect to all of our characters too, like how everyone's brought it up is like we be even though like some might think it's kind of boring that you make characters that are basically yourselves, for us it's really fun because we just get to interact with each other and react to things in sometimes overly dramatic ways which you'll see and but like very similar ways to how we would process things and how we would deal with situations well um, and and something i think something we've all talked about outside of the podcast is like as silly as it sounds i feel i mean and again as we're recording this we're only one episode and a prologue in right but but we've recorded a lot yeah we've recorded a handful now um, and I, yeah, as silly as it sounds, I feel like I've actually learned about each of you as oh, my yeah, friends. Oh yeah, we've talked about this a lot. Simply from this podcast so and much. from these characters. Like, yeah. and yeah. obviously we are not the same as our characters, no. yeah, but there are little no. like ways that we will, that our characters will think through things or react to things that I'm like, oh wait, that kind of shows me a different side of each of you, which yeah. I think is really fun. Very much I think so. that's cool. And that's honestly, we've talked about this. Like that's something I love about D and D in general. Even if a character isn't like super like you, 
I think, yeah, in our main campaign with our whole group of um, friends, I have learned a lot of things about each of our friends just because of aspects of each of the characters they've played. So I think it's honestly, D&D as a whole is a really fun way to get to know your people 100%. other than yeah. just being around them. Yeah, It actually it's shows true. you little facets of them that you maybe would never have seen otherwise, which I think is so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I do want to say, I like my character, I'm not, my character is not myself. Like I want to make yeah, it clear sure. that there's a lot about my character that I based off of other people too. For sure. Yeah. And like, right. it, and there's a lot of like immaturities and things I see about the way, or basically in the way that I created this character that like, I feel like are not necessarily myself or Definitely. things that I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or oh, like from experiences sure. I've had. So I want to make that clear, Definitely. but I feel like there's also the other side of it is like no matter how much you try to create a character that is not like yourself, you're always going to bring parts of it Definitely. of yourself too because you're you. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. So I think there is like an element of that, especially since the four of us are very close. Mm-hmm. Like we let those walls down a little bit, and it's like yeah. yeah, we there's a lot of trust in the way that we do the improv, and yeah. so you find pieces of each other in the characters and the scenarios we play out. Yeah, yeah. very much. Um, it's yeah. so fun. It's very fun, it and very I totally fun. agree with the with the getting to know each other part. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's sure. a cool so, thought, Alyssa. To kind of move the conversation along a little bit, let's talk about the prologue yeah. itself um, and kind of how we... Because the prologue itself, for anyone who has listened to it, is a little bit of a different structure than the normal episodes right. because it's not yeah. one DM and it's not as improvised as the rest of the show. And obviously we market no. ourselves as an improv show. Um but maybe we can talk a little bit about kind of just the structure of the prologue and why we chose to do it that way um, and and how we went about that. Yeah. Something I would love to point out just from the beginning is, Laura, I loved your idea of following a little moth along. Like that was such yeah. a great, that was such a good idea and such a fun, like tiny little thing. That, Thank like, you. I just, well, I, the crazy yeah. thing is like, I never planned for that to be Prospero. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is hilarious. We, yeah. We thought about it like after recording Cal's thing. Yeah. Remember yeah. at That's the right. end of it, we yeah. were like, we were like, oh, we were like, shoot, wait a minute. That yeah. should be Prospero. And it was perfect. Yeah. Like, it was so yeah. perfect. So, like, big props to you. It's Laura. wild. It was an awesome idea. It was cool. Such a fun Thank And you. I loved, like, it, I don't know, it, uh, like, it immediately brought me into, like, the cinematic nature of the moments that you were describing of, yeah. like, following this moth along. Like, it felt like, it was, just, I just loved it. It was a great way of storytelling. Thank you. So That's my props. little, like, film side of me. Sure, out. Yeah. yeah. I also, <laughs> I also did that specifically because, because we're not doing like an established lore filled world like we obviously talked about woodbine and where our characters come from and our backstories things but we're not like establishing a whole world for one dm to guide us through right i was really thoughtful about like okay well it's basically about small moments and presenting the small Mm. moments and then being like what are you gonna do with it so i was more intentional about like the way when i when i thought about how i wanted to start the prologue I was way more intentional about like, okay, well, they're seeing the town for the first time. And then we go right into the character. We go right into like flying by the seat of your pants. Like, I don't know what's about to happen next kind of situation because like we knew that we wanted to end up at the observatory and that was different from every other episode we do because we don't know where we're going to end up. The main bulk of it was still like, I don't know how we're going to get there. We just have to trust each other to like figure out how we're going to get there. So like, 
I, I was more thoughtful about like trying to do like just a little moment and just yeah. following moments. Um, but I yeah, loved it. I thought that was so fun. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Thank you. Very, very fun. Yeah. So that. basically we all talk to each other about mm. what we kind of wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and DM'd for each other. Um, yeah. And, and we like gave enough pieces of backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Which was so fun. Like that was also just a cool thing it to go fun. like DM to DM. That was a neat little, yeah. like we've never done anything like yeah. that. that I, cool. And I think for the most part it was like, it it's not even like the any interactions were that heavily planned. It's more like we gave no, not at all. like we knew who was DMing each character's intro yeah. and we just gave that person like the backstory we'd written. Yes. And that was and yeah, that like, was it. That was, Basically yeah. that was a unique scenario in which each of us as DMs were able to prep a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like we each yeah. took a minute, whereas like our other episodes we don't get to prep at all. Um like we actually had a moment to be like, okay, like what do I want this to look like? And I mean, even still, I don't think we put a ton of prep into it, but like, yeah, that was unique yeah. in that way. Yeah. Um, I'm very curious to hear from everyone, like what character attributes and like what things about the world you like discovered and learned during the prologue because of the improvis- like improvisational nature of the show. Like oh. if there were things that were introduced yeah. that you were like, oh, I wasn't planning on going with this, but like, okay, we're going with it. And this is part of my character now. And like, <laughs> honestly, I'm just very curious. Honestly, I, um, I was not necessarily planning on Juniper being so terrified in front of the, uh, the, what are they called? The town hall or like the, the yeah the, the town hall yeah like i, I wasn't planning what, on her yeah. being like super nervous and like whatever um but for some reason ended up being like really nervous about mm. it and then i wasn't planning on her being like like when she went out to the whole group of like protesters and whatever just like her interactions with them were just so not what i was expecting them to be but i was like this is fine this is fun and like yeah felt like oh, okay this is a very she puts on a she has a very like sweet innocent nature to her that i wasn't necessarily planning for i feel like that was hmm. something that i that was interesting for me <laughs> yeah yeah i'm trying to think i i, I don't want to speak for everybody but i think mine because laura you ran mine yeah mine was like pretty structured i remember going to you and being like this is what i want uh, yeah. Like I want to do this moment. I want to have this thing. I, I think I don't know what I said specifically, but something yeah. on the along the lines of like, why would you get caught? How right. that happened? Um, but so well, basically, I, I like setting that. up that he's in trouble. Yes. Yeah. And then reversing but for a that. different yeah. reason. Yeah. Um, but I say all that to say, like, mine was pretty structured. So in terms of like things, I wasn't really expecting. I wouldn't say a lot. However, what I really liked was. Um, some of the things that you described actually I'm not going to spoil anything because well you guys don't know some of it too uh for later in the season mm. um but some of the things that you described actually in the intro as the moth is like flying through the town oh yeah hmm. uh, I have taken note of and have been like ooh that's kind of a cool mm. thing and I should and maybe I'll bring that up later somehow or like we can expand on that so pay attention everybody yeah (laughs) um but like i I think that was what i really liked about those intros was the yeah like you said laura like the little moments and the little things that make the world feel so lived in even in Mm -hmm. those 
three minutes that that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the mall or the strip mall that Josiah kind of brought up, and the shop that uh, Ace goes into, and yeah, the little <laughs> shops that you describe on the way in uh, with the moth. Um, all those things I think were really fun, and I. I, I like those little details a lot. Yeah. Hmm. I think. Does that answer your, the question? I think it kind of does. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think for um, for my character with Ace, I, I just, because um, I, I wasn't really sure what kind of uh, world we were going to uh, paint at the beginning, which is part of the reason why I had him as like, a hermit living in the woods coming from that background. So that way there <laughs> wasn't like a lot a of pressure on me around. to establish like, uh, <laughs> like what his home situation yeah. was at first. Sure. Cause the town got, I, so I kind of cheated. I let the town get fleshed out and then was like, it found a way for, um, uh, I, like I, I had like a lifestyle attached to his background, but I didn't have like, uh, a visualization on like what that looked like um hmm. and it, so my safety net was he lives in the woods because <laughs> there's woods <laughs> everywhere right did you expect oh, skylar to run into in the hardware store oh, yeah. no, I, was like, I wanted no, to I ask not, about that i was not ready for that at all oh um, man that oh, was that, that was, was a real so curveball because i that was not in my backstory at all i think <laughs> we had thought I that you were that like one. a pretty pretty like fame popular dude or something yeah right? like he was yeah and that was that was part of that was it <laughs> um that was part of my backstory yeah um yeah, and you so Alyssa that. found a really creative way to uh Remind like show everyone. that as <laughs> yeah. opposed to just like uh yeah. me having some sort of interaction where it's just like explained in a really lazy way like yeah. oh yeah. it used to be like the popular guy like yeah she found a way to just like create a character out of that mm. Um, yeah, I love which is character. like She's huge so problem. is great, and, and it'll may be or fun may not the, yeah, come back. It'll be fun may for may the not. audience to see kind of you know what happens with that interaction and after. And She's Skyler's not. backstory. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> and that's where we want to come to our next part. We are announcing a new spinoff show all about Skyler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro! It's just Skyler in going the Skyler Quest line. Yeah. The Skyler <laughs> Quest line. Listen, guys, if you want it, we'll make it happen. If you let yeah. us. No. Yeah. Drop a comment below. When we you, get to a certain amount <laughs> of, the Skyler oh, man, of Patreon members, a Skyler one shot. It'll will be, be a special out. Yeah. at our in our Patreon for our top tier subscribers. And I'm she pumped. will go on an epic. We'll quest. do a one shot where I'm just so Alyssa plays Skyler, and then all three of the rest of us DM. Juniper's taking it. Oh nap. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I do have to to bring it back though. I do have to say I totally agree, Josiah, and like props to Alyssa because that is really smart storytelling to be able mm. to say like there's this aspect of your character that I want people to know about or I want to pull out mm. as like the DM here, but I'm going to show it and I'm yeah. not going to tell it. And like yeah. I just props to you. Thanks. You're you're <laughs> that was great. I'm learning. <laughs> I love too that like <laughs> you <laughs> Like we saw some of our first instances because he, Ace was second, right? It was it was yeah. Cal and then Ace. I think so. We saw some of our first instances of like really funny improv. Yeah, with like some no where buts you throw there. people. Yes, a, a yeah, where, yeah, with some no buts. Like <laughs> like Ace was like, well. I like I definitely said goodbye and then this was like no I don't think so no, and also there was gone. a search party and you were gone forever <laughs> and, and, and Josiah it's slash just... Ace were like oh that's 
so right. Uh, yeah. Well, and that was, <laughs> and it was really funny. I just changed the yeah. narrative. But it, made, yeah. it was a great no butt moment, yeah, but it was funny. it made such a... And uh, what our reference to no butt is, typically in improv, there's a yes and. Or and a no but. we like to throw in a no, but. Yeah, and that's fine. And it's really funny. <laughs> is that it's, helpful always? Maybe not. Sometimes, sometimes not. But it's a good time. But if yeah. you, if Listen, you can do we're here well, for a good time, not a long time. We hope we're here it for makes a long a time. Great like and subscribe yeah <laughs> if, if you can do it well it's great and that that, that specific one yeah actually again no spoilers sets up a lot yeah. of stuff <laughs> later really good on story. yeah exactly. that was really great yeah of people yeah. being yeah. like oh dang oh you're my god still you're around. alive yeah we thought you all died <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah that was so fun because <laughs> yeah, that was like it was uh, pretty explicit in my backstory that he <laughs> left a Oh, no. oh, was it actually? Yeah. It was like, oh no! I just fully <laughs> so was just because yeah. her specific words were, "I don't think so. I think there was a search party for you." And I was like, "That's actually. hilarious." I don't think so. Yeah. Honestly, to this day, we don't know if that was Alyssa saying that or Skyler. Yeah. It was. I think it was Alyssa, and I was actively pulling up my backstory and trying to show her. And then she was just like, "No, we're going." That was so funny. So I don't funny. think so. That's hilarious. It was a search party. Oh, yeah. so funny, man. Changed the course of history, you could say forever. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Laura? Was was there anything like, um, yeah, that kind of you were like, oh, this is an interesting world building thing, or uh, you know, yeah, to answer your own yeah. question. She was, yeah, she she was a lot more like I I started playing her, and I just decided to make her a lot more immature than I realized I wanted her to be, yeah. because mm-hmm. I realized like there's a lot more there's a lot more interesting character moments and story moments when you can choose to take a negative acting choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like instead of just being like my character is perfect and they see this situation and they know exactly how to react to it in a way that a healthy person would, it's actually way more interesting to see flawed characters. And so I was like, I'm gonna make her more mature. And I like d- wasn't planning on that. Like yeah. literally, like rolling the natural twenty and being like, oh, she perfect. She was perfect at this. She was able to steal the candy bar. Now she's gonna bring it to Cal and say, look, I'm cool enough or whatever. I was like, no, she would she would have like okay she has a deep-seated like (laughs) like insecurity and she lies to herself oh she's a bard that works perfectly and like Mm. she's a good she's a good liar even to herself and so it's like she's convinced she still didn't like get away with it and so Mm. she like puts it back and like i like basically like in the moment finding choices that made her way more specific to me so Mm -hmm. um, yeah that's cool yeah and it's fun because the dice in themselves like present things where you have to go oh okay yeah. Like wasn't planning on this, but mm-hmm. oh that's cool. And that yep. opened something up I didn't realize. And like yeah. so it's yeah, very isn't fun. It's so and fun how that like I mean, and obviously yeah. that's just the nature of D and D and playing with dice. Yeah. But like it's so cool the character moments you get out of just it silly really dice rolls. Like yeah. it's we so have cool. Some, again, like, I not love really Nash- a spoiler, but we have some great ones in this season already. That were that completely just, unplanned. So unplanned. Like, yeah. supernatural. And, like, that's the thing is, like, we love a natural 20, but we also love a natural one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big time. fan of a natural one. Yeah. Like, it's just fun. One other thing I do want to say is, like, especially when I think about characters and creating characters, it's so hard for me to do that without understanding them in, like, the context of a relationship. Mm. And so, for me, like, I had this idea of who Edna was. And I was like, this is how I'm going to play it. And the voice is easy because I'm not doing an accent and like all this stuff. But it wasn't really. And I like did the whole intro and stuff. But it really like I called Juniper or Edna called Juniper during the intro because 
ultimately, like for me, mm-hmm. when I find my stride in a character is generally because I'm able to understand this person in relationship. Because we like, yeah. as humans, we like change depending on who we're around yeah. or we're impacted by who we're around. So yeah. for me, that was when I was like, oh, this is clicking. I'm kind of seeing more about her. Like <laughs> I'm figuring out how yeah. to play her a little more because I'm like interacting with you guys. So right. that was a, that was an interesting thing. That leads into one of my favorite things that I think has ever happened to us or that we've ever done. Uh, when we were all planning our characters, we were trying to figure oh, out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's ever. so funny. Are so, you ready to tell the world yeah, this moment? I'm ready to tell the world this moment. Okay. I am. All right. Laura, That's are you okay you. with this? Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, no. It's so funny. This was the funniest this thing, is the best I've thing ever we've witnessed. ever done. So <laughs> in what you're saying, like we were when we're coming up with characters, we care about how they relate to one another and whatever. And so there's there's a part where you're kind of like, I almost want to play test this character and see if it's any good. And so we were all sitting around one day and like, I'm on the couch, like Laura's sitting on the ground, Joe's hanging, like the boys are hanging out. And I was like, well, let's just see if we like these characters. Wait, before you continue, can, cause I watched from okay, closely. Sure. Can I say what I saw? Sure. First. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. So Take it away. what I hear. I'm like pacing, trying to think about what I want to yeah. do. And Alyssa goes, do you just want to like try it? these characters out <laughs> and Laura goes sure and I just hear Alyssa go hey <laughs> <laughs> and Laura goes Laura goes oh hey my God. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we stopped and, then they stopped. <laughs> and, and immediately we're like this is weird I turned what are we doing and was like are you guys playing house? <laughs> like, what are we doing? There's just something about oh, it's just different. Yeah. But anyways, continue. Well, I, well, no, just it brought me right back to like <laughs> it was just this moment of, and I think we actually said we were like, okay, like let's pretend they're in class together. Yeah. And then I like leaned over and I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like for like context for oh, us, like so we funny. all four of us have been friends for a long time. Um, but like Laura and I go back to literally birth. Like we've been friends forever. I'm sitting here indicating yeah. towards Laura as if anyone can see me, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> or as if she's in the room for that. <laughs> yeah, this is also true. Um, yeah. No, but we like we have been, we grew up playing house and like, we yeah. all, you know, like being kids, playing house, doing whatever. And so in that moment, I was just like, oh, God, <laughs> we're seven again. <laughs> yes. Dude, and I was oh, my gosh. Like, for oh, real. God, they're seven. It was so yeah. funny. And then I was like, yeah, no, you can't. You really can't do this without being in the context of D&D. Oh. <laughs> or yeah. it's just really it's a problem. So it was the best oh. thing. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, to hilarious. your point, Laura, it's super. It really matters. Like as you're coming up with a character to understand how they interact with the world and you have to be in the world to to get that and so even like yeah in any campaign we've ever started it takes a minute to get there because like our characters are always kind of weird for the first few sessions because you're just like who is this how does she how do they act like yeah you just kind of have to like yeah you get there eventually so you'll see that in you also like podcast you also have to uh, like and this is true of any D&D campaign ever the first session or two, you have to railroad it at first. Yeah, a little with bit. The a bit. A little yeah. bit, not a whole lot. There's there's a way for that to uh, have a healthy balance and a way for it to get out of hand, but like, um, well, especially as you're introducing the world. Yeah. So so there are there. It's like it's very intentionally um, collaborative and sensitive to like what other people are doing. Um, yeah. But then once once we found our groove um, and 
you'll see this again in uh, episodes further. You you see kind of where we uh, naturally like fall into place at a certain point and are just free to make like really cool creative choices and then tell yeah. a really cool story together because we've we did a good job of like I think establishing yeah. things. One hundred percent. And to that, that's actually a good transition. Point. yeah um i because, was about to say the same thing <laughs> yeah the good segue because you're right like we we all thought the same thing too of like we segue we wanted to establish how our friends or our characters knew each other as well as yeah how they started this whole thing but actually episode one if we want to jump into it mm-hmm. starts yeah. a year yeah. after yeah. the first right the prologue so because we wanted the characters to feel established and yeah. like they were friends yeah. and like they know what's going on um which is why we decided to script the prologue a little bit more was because we all wanted to go in with you know established friends and not just start episode one with like oh what's gonna happen who's this person um, yeah do we hate each you other because we had yeah. a structure i guess that we wanted to yeah. do for the show yeah it wasn't obviously. like scripted yeah. but yes it was right. very it was structured we had intention and every episode after that has been yeah. a similar structure yeah well i think yeah. it's fun that we did the time jump too just to be like uh, that left us a lot of room to kind of improv like okay like here's what happened in the year and like throughout the following episodes we kind of talk about little things that may have happened over that year that we were like that we skipped through you Mm -hmm. know and stuff like that i think Mm -hmm. that's really fun yeah um yeah yeah Yeah. well do we want to jump into episode one so obviously yeah yeah let's do it josiah you took that one yeah you had had the first one wild card yeah and it was a a really (laughs) great time wasn't it it was really fun yeah, I'll ask you an opening question for this. You kind of were already somewhat ready for because we had talked a long time ago on a different podcast that we won't name, and you had brought that <laughs> idea up. Yeah. So um, what? Why won't you name it? Okay, it's called Joe and Joe's Podcast <laughs> of Everything. I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Look, sick it, plug. Yeah, we, it's it's yeah, a guys, show that <laughs> we recorded like what six episodes for, or yeah. put out. Six Stop episodes. listening to this yeah. and go listen to that. Yeah, False. Don't, don't no. do that. Yeah, don't listen to that. No, no. listen to this. That, that doesn't terrible exist. Terrible yeah. marketing, that, that Joe. It's horrible right marketing. You Joe. guys told me to say. <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was. Um, I think we were talking about um, one shots. Yeah, like we just wanted to. This was like in an episode. a year or two ago. Yeah, in an episode, we were just like, let's, uh, let's just come up with like a weird, like one shot idea and just kind of like flesh that out. And then you know, if people listen to this and decide it's cool, they can use it or whatever. Or maybe we'll use it in the future. And so I had a loose idea of like thinking it'd be cool as like a Halloween one shot to have a situation where, uh, the, the party is tasked with like helping this old lady who's got like uh like whose backyard is like a corn maze almost (laughs) and they have to like like maybe they're looking for something or they're trying to fix something or help her in some way and like as they were introduced to her she like mentions like uh uh like a husband that had died or whatever and then like they're going through the maze and then they like find him and then uh realize that she's like uh, uh, you know that she's like locked him away or something, and is like really evil, and then starts like trying to kill them, uh, with like gardening equipment that's or something. So, so that was my was idea very, for like so this like fun. horror one shot, and I just like we talked about it on the podcast, and 
uh, mulled over the idea and like went back and forth mm-hmm. uh, with some different ideas for I it. I actually and then forgot about it. No I, offense. Yeah. And then in my mind, I just like tabled that as like, oh, maybe I'll run it as a Halloween one shot at some point. Um, and then whenever we rolled what roll. we rolled, I was I just remembered it. Like, like, I'd totally forgotten about it, and I just remembered that. And I was like, oh, cool. I kind of have, like, a skeleton to work with here. Now I can apply it to this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, okay. So then I'm curious now when y'all... Because we've recorded more episodes than episode one, even though I'm not... So we don't have to name episodes because we haven't gotten there yet. Viewers or listeners haven't gotten there yet. But, like, when y'all think about being sort of on the hot seat where you roll to be the DM and you're like, okay, I'm just going with it. Like, sometimes there's things that we can't control... But every every time there's things right. we can't control, like the genre and the hook and stuff. But like, how often do you go in with like a general like idea or like a concept? Do you have like a few ideas in your head and you're like, okay, like whatever comes up, I'll just apply it in some way. Um, like, how do you yeah. how do you mentally prepare to DM when you can't actually prepare? I'm very curious. Well, I'll I'll say quickly because I'll turn it over to you guys, but I'll say, <laughs> and you can probably hear it in a lot of episodes. Usually when we roll something, something, I don't know, I, I, I guess I'm, I just, I, I'm built good different. at it. I'm just built different. <laughs> but like, um. I'll like immediately, whatever comes to my head, I just go like, oh my gosh, like I really hope I get this one. Or like, this would be like, I've got such a good idea for it. And probably half of them, like most of them haven't come to fruition, but like half of them are probably terrible. But like, I don't know. I just, <laughs> whenever something's rolled, whatever is like the first thing that pops into my head i'm like i'm like that is probably fun and funny yeah and like it would be cool and i try to expand on it yeah. i don't know why mm. i just i feel it's like how your brain works yeah, yeah. I, it's awesome. how my brain works immediately when i hear two of those things i just put something random together yeah yeah I think- i'm definitely not as good at that i need to like it takes me a long time to like mull over something and come up with a concept and then once sure. i have a concept i feel really strong in it yeah, but yeah that's interesting I would say, honestly, for me, I mean, you'll hear it in the episodes when I eventually DM and whatever. Like, I've been very nervous to DM because I have never outside of this podcast. Like, that's I've yeah, I've never done any DMing. And so um, it doesn't come like very naturally to me and stuff. Um, And so I'm always like every time I'm kind of relieved when I don't roll well. (laughs) I'm like, oh, bummer, I'm not DMing. But audience we have told her multiple times <laughs> that her episodes are some of our favorites you yeah 100 percent. good you. job yeah 100 yeah, really percent. very kind well yeah and and it's funny because part of something that i've been like was trying to figure out even like for both of the episodes again i'll give no spoilers but like i think i've dm'd two at this point um maybe three i'm not sure um but the ones that i've dm'd i did not go into it with like any plan at all like because you know we're talking about like oh you could have like a loose idea of something you want to do but i've kind of gone into it with nothing at all um which is scary and i'm like oh god like i need to come up with a few like very loose ideas i think that might be helpful but like even still yeah the nature of it is we get so much thrown at us that like we don't know how it's gonna go like whatever so yeah i mean i'm not i'm not putting much prep into it at all and i'm just kind of like i mean it's that's the really awesome thing about like us as players and like having y'all like when i'm dming having y'all as players like i know you'll take little tiny things i throw at you and really run with them and basically flesh out the story yourselves yeah so that takes the pressure off of me to be like okay well i know that they 
there will be some little thing that they'll latch on to or they'll they'll make funny or draw me out on and then you can kind of build a story off of that and kind of get there yeah, yeah. um but i think the other really interesting thing about the way we've chosen to do this with like the whole like prompt in the whirlwind book is like you kind of have to like quickly come up with something yeah like, you can't you just like go be like eh, we'll see yeah, it's 100%. like no from the start you've got to have something so that's been that's been fun to almost like come up with the prompt and then be like i don't even fully know what this what means, means. Yeah. But we gotta, we're gonna get there <laughs> and, uh, and it's always worked out and it's always like i feel like the moments that we end up with are just so much cooler than they would be if we planned yeah. them. Well, and yeah. not to, sorry, I don't mean no, to No, but we off. need to go back to episode one. I'm talking well, about the future too much. No, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I was going to add one thing to that and then we can go back to episode one. Uh, but this is what this show is. We just, exactly. we talk. Uh, and, you know, uh, we were sitting in a Taco Bell parking lot not Classic. too long ago <laughs> after, I don't know, ninth or tenth episode. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. And, and we were talking about what's also cool is, you're right, like, we all sometimes the dms just lay down a a order in the whirlwind and then the re, but they even have to figure it out themselves but it always adds these cool moments and not only that we talked in this taco bell about how like <laughs> we talked about taco also bell like, way too much just yeah, want everyone to know there's that. also like clear like lessons yeah or like takeaways like moral takeaways yeah that yeah. we're always like, yeah. this episode was really good in terms of just, like, for example, the first one, to go back to the first one, the first episode's a really good example of, uh, and uh, showing of us just kind of trying to learn how to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, like, yeah. in how we behave, like, there's a big kind of arc of it of, like, Cal and Eddie don't really get along in terms of where they should go yeah, and what they right. should get, hmm. and they're kind of yeah. arguing the whole time. People don't know what aisles they were supposed to be shopping in and yeah. like, think people are <laughs> yeah, wrong yeah. and and then we go to the place and it's kind of like a little bit of a chaotic mess where mm-hmm. we don't know what's happening but then at towards the end of it we all have to like band together and everyone gets yeah. a job of like you hold the door and you do this you hit and the rock you <laughs> hit the rock for for a while <laughs> and like hilarious. but but it's kind of like even that like you see from the beginning of the episode to the end how we even just learn to work together yeah. in that one yeah. episode yeah and trust each other. Yeah. Um. And you know, it's not a spoiler, but something to look forward to. It. We kind of have those types of takeaways in pretty much every episode. Yeah. I don't know if there's. You yeah. can tell we that don't. we all grew up watching Veggie Tales. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Josiah, what was your like? Like, what were some of the unexpected things when you were DMing that you were like, okay, we're running with this, like, because it was really, we'd done a few like test improv one shots and things like that because we had another concept for the show spoiler alert listeners we did have another concept that we ended up scrapping and workshopping and then rebranding and then coming up with this yeah but it like i guess officially it was kind of the first one so like how did you feel like you had to adapt to us as players and to like just even the format of the way that we were doing this like session something that's i I mean i this is probably not um unique to just me but um you know i I have i had before this episode dm'd one or two uh, like you said like other one shots similar improv one shots and i always find it really exciting that i am yeah kind of working collaboratively to build this world with everybody and so I usually, I'm like Joe in the sense that I can come up with a concept 
uh, relatively quickly um, when given a prompt. Um, but then that's it. And then in addition to that, I also, because this is how my brain works, I come up with like just random comedic bits that really don't have anything to do with anything, but I <laughs> oh create God. a checklist of those things first and try to see how many of them I can hit um, in the episode. That's, That's amazing. So That's for, brave. Yeah. And so for, and, and it kind of gives me a way to like have an interaction that kind of like goes for a while and like my players can like laugh at how ridiculous that is while in the background I try to like think through some other things. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit more involved than maybe just putting a door in front of them. Because that's mm -hmm. like an old DM trick too. Is like you know if you want to add fifteen minutes of like mental prep time, just put a door in front of your that is players. Um, Rule yeah. Instead of a door, I put like a stupid pun, or I do like <laughs> I make I create this whole interaction that's based around one dumb joke in my head, and let that buy me time because it's far more entertaining. I think honestly, banana split was yeah. something I wrote down um, in like that minute and thirty seconds right. when I rolled to be dm yeah. that's a uh, wild way of taking that's hilarious that's makes so much sense on. for the way that his oh, brain works so i love much. it dude general general goods yeah. i was like that can be a whole thing generally and good was so, i was so glad that it was um, so funny that, that and, and it's like knowing the amazing. people in, in your room too like i know that if i do this this way they'll run with it this way yeah yeah, um, yeah. like it's it's kind of fun to do that and um like uh another example so like when Joe says, oh yeah, Cal grabs money. Right in that moment, I had to be like, okay, so I, I now have to come up with how currency works because he wants to steal money. Right. So then in that moment is when I had the idea like, oh, it's like acorns mm -hmm. or wood chips yeah. or something and they all have like names or logos on it. Money and is I, a tough one. Yeah, money is a tough one. But I wanted to, yeah, like I just, just said the first thing that came to my head. And then mm. as questions are asked, it's just like, it's it's just a game of catch in a sense where I just like yeah. come up with one response for one thing that happens and then try to make that fit with the last thing I said. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I, yeah. I say things that contradict what I just said. And then we get to roll with that and I get to try to, you know, dig my way out of that hole. And sometimes it works. Sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. And we laugh about it either way. And it's a good time. Um, but yeah. What was the question? <laughs> it was just interesting. It's like, I, I think it was a really fun and interesting first episode because we really were like, okay, we're in it and we're playing these characters now. Let's try and figure it out. Whereas like, you know, as we keep going, I think there is more of like a rhythm to it. Yeah, so definitely. the the first episode, but it was very well done by you, Josiah, because Thank you. Um, th like we're like literally flying by the seat of our pants and <laughs> yeah. the story, the story was really fun and the setting yeah, was very fun. Yeah. I like it. It was a lot. good way to start it off. Miss yeah. Ruby is fine. <laughs> Miss Ruby is fine. One, one thing um, that I did intentionally, and uh, maybe I want to ask you guys uh, about what you thought of, like, uh, like how your character felt in that world and what you had space to do. Because I think I did intentionally create something that was very simple and very small. Like in terms of like the complexity of the world that I built for that episode, like how did you, like how did your character and I, I couldn't answer this because I wasn't playing my character really. I would like answer questions yeah, sure. if they were asked, but I wasn't really involved in it's character. It's hard. It's but hard like, to do at the what, same time. What did it feel like to be playing a character? Like, uh, like were you able to envision like 
uh, like, did you have like a good picture in your head of like what that world looked very like? Very much so. Yeah, or I, I think, think I so. did. Yeah, I mean, it was very rainy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was. It almost felt to me like a western town that, but it was like pouring rain with cobblestone streets and. Yeah, that's uh, gray wood. You know, yeah, a lot of gray wood and, you know, but. It, I think I think it was very well done. I think what we've all learned as well from this, from what we have recorded so far, is like simplicity is is yeah. enough and yeah. sometimes yeah. more than you need. Yeah, um, like you like we're not expecting each other to make a whole world and society in right. ten in ten seconds yeah. or whatever. But yeah. we're also learning that like keeping it simple and having some of these key little things like a general goods store and bananas split and mm-hmm. a creepy house with a creepy backyard it's like really Where the kids all throw you rocks need. Yeah. yeah yeah it's really all you need to do a two and a half hour episode like yeah. we don't yeah. need mm. the dms don't have to come up with a ton of stuff to keep us entertained because yeah we as players know how to yeah like you're saying drive most of the story um but if we can explain those things well and really put a picture into our players' heads, then, you know, that's all you need. And I think you did a great job with that. I could easily see where we were and the house and everything. Yeah. I think the other really good thing about actually taking, yeah, keeping it kind of simple like that is, again, it it leaves room for us all as players to kind of help build the world. Mm -hmm. You know, like we we can add in little things that we're like, oh, I see that thing over there, (laughs) you know, or be like, hey, like I'm looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or but even just like you know, you'll be like, oh, I'm looking, I'm looking for a cigar shop. Oh yeah, you know, and it's like, okay, well that gives because Josiah hasn't established every shop that's in town. Was that in that first right. episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Okay, first. because Josiah hasn't established every shop that's in the town. That makes him. That means that he can go. Actually, yes, there is a cigar. You yeah. know, like that kind of thing. Yep, you're right. So leaving it open ended gives room for yeah for us to kind of throw our own spin on it. Yeah, the while not stealing one, the DMing. The toughest one is definitely currency. Yeah, that's it's a weird so one. Hard. Yeah, because you don't. We don't know what be to like do. <laughs> U.S. dollars. Yeah, but also like yeah. dollars is like a normal word for currency. And you I don't want to just do gold. And you don't want to just do gold everywhere. But it's like it weird. makes sense. So well, like, we're also like, how do we tough. get items? Like when we go shopping, yeah. we're like, what do we do? And you <laughs> you money. play a character that immediately makes a big deal out of that currency. Wants right. the it's, very, yeah. it's very funny. It's yeah, <laughs> and like, I I sometimes feel bad about it because I'm like currency is like one of the harder things to come up yeah. with on on the top of your brain but like cal would 100 percent look for the currency yeah. there yeah, um, so yeah. i don't know it's a weird you thing. gotta be ready for that yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna um start writing a list of just ridiculous currency sounding ideas. currency ideas and keep that tabbed <laughs> away for later nice it's yeah, so. fine I guess we didn't really fight anything in episode one, but we could have potentially fought Grandma. D- d- did you use Juniper? Fought that rock. I, I will fought say. a rock. Yeah. You fought a rock. Hardcore. <laughs> did you use a step block? <laughs> that for, was crazy. For Ruby. Uh, so I was throughout the course of telling the story. I was trying to decide what the because I knew there should be an element of combat, and I knew that I wanted her to be like a crazy scary lady that was like chasing you guys but i thought it would be much more fun to kind of like milk the stress of being of the pursuit rather Mm. than 
a have her catch up to you really quickly and then having to like fight this old lady and i wanted to have like a nice like uh redemptive ending to it i guess Mm -hmm. um Hmm. like i didn't want you guys to have to like kill an old lady so (laughs) that would have been a heavy episode so pretty (laughs) pretty early like when you guys were in the general goods store that's when i was like thinking through like man do i really want them to like slaughter an old lady or like should (laughs) i have her be possessed yeah. And then you guys started talking to the shopkeeper there, and I was like, "Okay, I I think he was uh, like I he was one of the guys who went there, and so we'll just say he's like, you know, somehow on well." I, and I think I said that too earlier, like he had returned and been different or something. So yeah, I I was like, I I always had the option, like I knew uh, to have it be anything because I knew immediately that I wanted her to like not be in control like mentally like not actually be yeah so i thought the thought crossed my mind like maybe you guys could fight her but i was like let's let's just have them hit a rock really hard (laughs) for an arbitrary (laughs) amount of like i i assigned it a cr um or uh, sorry i cr of zero (laughs) i i established like the like how many hit points it had or whatever um and then realized it was too high how many did you give it do you remember like 80 <laughs> i think i gave it we hit that rock a good amount of times i think so i think what happened was i gave it something that was like it could have been more than 80 and then i remember <gasps> after the first attack i realized that we did four that damage. we were still level one and so yeah, i literally like cut that 12 hit points and still took two <laughs> And so I was That's like, I was getting closer. And then one round later, I was like, oh, she's still closer. Oh, she's, she's not there yet. She's not there yet. <laughs> oh, it's a long hallway. She's on her way. <laughs> Always longer when you're on the other side of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, man. It keeps getting bigger. Yeah. It takes her a while to get down yeah. the stairs. Oh, door, doorknob's rattling now. <laughs> oh, That's my funny. gosh. The doorknob's just rattling now. <laughs> well. That was funny. You did a great job. Yeah. Especially yeah. in the first episode. episode. You set the tone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. It was so a good, good time. Yeah, it was. So good. Well, well guys, anything else? I think. Thanks for listening yeah. to episodes one and the prologue. Yeah. yeah and people. now the first bunker episode. Whoa. We do so hope you keep listening because we have some, uh, we hinted at different things, but we have some really exciting oh, stuff that comes up. So much. Like I was just thinking about this as we were sitting here. Like I'm so excited for people to get to hear these fun stories. I know. Yeah. Like we have. Like, I just, I know that it's, like, weird because we're, like, biased and in them, but I just think they're such cool stories. They're really good. Yeah, like they're very awesome. fun. I think they're super yeah. fun. Yeah, I'm really excited yeah. for people to tune into these Bunker episodes and realize that we, you know, maybe sometimes didn't even put that much thought into <laughs> yeah, it, and yeah. it just kind of happened that way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But that's well, the point. That is the we're point. We're here to show you that you don't have to put a ton of thought yes. into it, and you can still make a really gripping, fun, yeah. enjoyable game with your yes. friends yeah you don't exactly. know what you're doing that's no, a good way don't. that's a good little point to end on because it's like it truly yes. is about like having fun creatively with your friends yeah and that's and why we are doing this podcast yeah we're yeah. doing it yeah. as much for us as yeah. it is yeah for honestly if it's an excuse more. for us this to play together you. <laughs> this is for us <laughs> well thanks yeah. for tuning in everyone yeah we appreciate yeah, thanks, it guys. and we'll see you next time for the next episode Wow. We say everyone to our hopeful listeners. We don't know. Yet, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll How see. should we piece out of bunker episodes? We got to have a fun way to sign off. <laughs>